When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, not sure how long this will be relevant for, but I thought it would be good to just kind of put out some info, some thoughts on what the Raptors have done so far, which mostly is just getting their guys paid. Even as the landscape of the NBA goes into complete meltdown because of Kevin Durant trade requests, after people thought that maybe things would calm down because Kyrie was like, okay, I'm coming back for the year, then probably leaving, but coming back for the year. Uh, Kevin Durant requests a trade. The Raptors kind of have been shoehorned into it because they're in a good position to trade for a superstar. Maybe less so about Kevin Durant actually wanting to be there, but the Raptors, good young team with tons of assets and probably have enough to give for Kevin Durant and then still be in a position to contend. But mostly I want to talk about who the Raptors have missed out on in the mid-level exception market and who they've re-signed so far, and then we'll talk Aiton and Bush and uh, Durant at the end, sorry. So first things first, Chris Boucher and Thaddeus Young got paid. I think that's great. They both got paid enough that the Raptors pay both of them, and they can give the full mid-level exception without going into the luxury tax. Now, for the regular, everyday fan, just anybody, right? Like, why do you care? If the Raptors save money, if MLSE saves money, NBA teams are money printing machines. They're part of this huge billionaire conglomerate. Who really cares, right? But it does make it a little bit easier for them to maneuver to improve the team not being in the luxury tax. Minor things. But the Raptors, they signed Chris Boucher to three years, $35.25 million. They signed Thaddeus Young to two years, $16 million. So eight on average, but reportedly uh, some of that is performance incentives. Uh, Performance incentive that we've seen recently play any amount of importance with the Raptors was Gary Trent Jr.'s. Uh, I'm not sure if it was games played or if the Raptors were to make the playoffs, but it was around $250,000 to $300,000. The Raptors were expecting it to hit, and they were a little bit worried about how that might affect paying two-way guys or, you know, confirming contracts or anything like that. So of note in that way. Uh, I think both of them are great deals. Chris Boucher's in particular. Chris Boucher and, and Thaddeus Young both, they're number one and number two in the the net rating, the win the minutes um, thing that the Raptors have going on. And not because they're the best players on the team, but because they enhance a lot of what the Raptors are currently looking to do. They play off of Fred. They play off of Pascal. They play off of Scotty really, really well. And they add that secret sauce, whatever they have in them, be it, you know, their ability to, to play quite well in the Raptors defense, to get after it on the offensive glass, to do some of the intangible stuff on offense. Those guys, they won a lot of minutes. And that's super important because, because the Raptors are a team that fought the injury bug this year, big time. And we're looking at, 
you know, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, minutes per game leaders. There's just very few players who had a, a similar load to how much that Pascal and Fred both had to handle at, at different times this season. And you want to win minutes more than anything in the regular season. The playoffs, it gets a little bit more complicated how to win minutes, what what type of lineups win minutes, and, you know, how long do those minutes extend? Can you steal a six-minute stretch in game two, but you can't steal it in game five? Like, that stuff is way more complicated. But in the regular season, you want to win games, get good seating, and you want to win minutes. And Thaddeus Young and Chris Boucher were both uber important to how the Raptors won minutes, especially in the second half of the year. Chris Boucher really turned it on at the start of December, continued that momentum until now. Thaddeus Young had a little bit of a blip, but was pretty great after, especially in the regular season after the um, after the All-Star break. And when we think about the, the playoffs, I thought Chris Boucher was awesome in the playoffs. And Thaddeus Young, while, you know, underwhelming in the playoffs, was dealing with an injury. He, he did have that one. He made, you know, he made, you know, Joel Embiid touch grass on that one, you know, you know broke the ankles but anyway uh chris boucher like 35 million over three years this is a guy who his defense was a major plus this year the way that the raptors protect the rim the democratic rim protection everybody's throwing bodies into the lane chris boucher's length and willingness to be active on defense was a huge boon as was his activity on closeouts x outs peel switching all this hyperactive stuff that the raptors like to do for turnover differential all of that, he was a big, big deal on that end. And offensively, he's a guy who's willing to cut. He'll screen. He'll fill. He does a lot of the intangible stuff. He'll offensive rebound as well. He was part of the Raptors' best offensive rebounding lineups, and in no small part because of him. And on top of that, if Chris Boucher gets anywhere close after having a bad three-point shooting year this year, if he can return that to where it was in Tampa Bay, you're looking at a guy that, you know, per the impact metrics, I it wouldn't shock me if Chris Boucher was giving you like, you know, and this this is nerd shit more than anything. So you don't have to subscribe to it. He's going to be good, but he could be giving you like 20, 22 million dollars worth of impact in the regular season. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that came around. That's that would be pretty great. And I don't think that's I don't think that's an insane way. He's going to be good. And I think that this contract is a really good deal. Thad, same thing, was really heady on defense, clearly understood what the Raptors wanted to do. And on top of that, with a, a full offseason and training camp, they can institute quite a few pet plays for him. He's one of the best passers on the team, one of the best passing bigs in the NBA, albeit at low volume, low usage. But delay action, split action, handoff sets, lots of different stuff that they can do. He hit his corner threes this year. I mean, he he could keep getting better and better. I think it's I think it's really exciting. What not really exciting, but I'm glad Thad is on the team and and on a I would say a pretty friendly contract. And yeah, I'm I'm happy to have him around. And the Raptors can pursue uh, the full MLE if they want to split it up and give it to two different guys. Whatever it is, they can do all that. It's not infringing upon how the Raptors do things because they both signed under bird rights. Okay. Uh, MLE targets, Lonnie Walker signed with the Lakers, uh, Malik Monk signed with the Sacramento Kings, Hartenstein with the Knicks, Mo Bamba went back to the Magic, Gary Harris went back to the Magic. Of the guys I named in my video, uh, Bryn Forbes, who maybe even by the time I'm recording this is already signed, I don't know, but he's the only guy 
currently available. And the Raptors, the MLE market shrunk. They have a way smaller pool of guys to, you know, convince to come there. And it's looking very difficult to bring an impact player right now. I don't know who it's going to end up being. I don't know, DeLon Wright maybe or something like that. I, I, it's tough for me to even speculate because who knows, right? But yeah, they, they missed the mark on that one, obviously. Amir Coffey as well. Only $3.3 million a year. Man, I... Yeah, like three years, 11, or sorry, yeah, three years, 11 million for Amir Coffee is crazy to me. I think he should be like six to eight million a year at, at minimum. He's a really fun player, but he's he's back with the Clippers on an insanely friendly deal. Man. Anyway, yeah, the Raptors MLE, not looking great. Now, there there was rumors going around that the Raptors told the MLE, the MLE adjacent players who were kind of in that grouping of, you know, salary that they were going after the big fish first and at that time this was deandre ayton and since then kevin durant has requested a trade so ayton obviously isn't the big fish he's like a medium fish next to kevin durant right many people are but kevin the raptors were thrown around as a team that would obviously be interested in kevin durant and because only so many teams in the nba have packages that could get kevin durant and then have the team remaining that could win a championship with Kevin Durant. The Raptors are one of those few teams. That's why they're being tossed around. Kevin Durant said he wanted Miami or Phoenix. That's the report. But guys like Zach Lowe, they talk about it. They're like, what about Scotty Barnes? You know, Scotty Barnes, a package around him. He, he could. And I understand. It's not that the Raptors want to trade Scotty Barnes. That's not it at all. In fact, I don't know. That hasn't been reported whatsoever. It's just people saying, if you're the Nets and Kevin Durant wants out, who better to start your rebuild with than like Scotty Barnes and Ben Simmons or whatever ends up working, right? I think that's very interesting. But I don't think the Raptors end up getting Kevin Durant. However, comma, I do think that there's a very interesting wrinkle where now it seems like the Suns, want to offload Aiton so that they can get more assets so that they can be more comfortable trading for Durant. And because Aiton and the Nets don't seem like a match made in heaven, and quite frankly, maybe the Raptors and Aiton would be similar. Maybe Aiton doesn't want to go to Toronto. He has to sign the offer sheet, right? He's, that's how it works. But, you know, all this stuff can happen. It reminds me of the James Harden trade from Houston to Brooklyn. Caught up in all of that, Victor Oladipo went to Houston, ended up going to Miami. Houston has just a boatload of picks. A young all-star big, who was not yet an all-star, ended up in Cleveland, and Cleveland didn't give a huge amount of assets up for him or anything like that. And that was Jared Allen. I think that the Raptors, man, if they can pull it off, somehow get DeAndre Ayton in-house for like Gary plus stuff or however it works, I think is really, really interesting, but it's also tough to kind of circumvent the salary cap to make all of this work. Uh, sign and trade rules are pretty restrictive, and so it might be very complicated to make that happen. But the Raptors have been tossed around in the eight and stuff. They're on, you know, when Vegas releases their odds of where guys will end up, the Raptors are on the eight and thing. They're on the, the Kevin Durant thing, not high up. But they're in consideration. People talked about them. So I thought I'd talk about them quick too. Nothing has been confirmed. 
they're just a talented team with a lot of um, alluring uh, players on their team who other teams would obviously want. And the Raptors, if you can get really talented players, you do it. So I think that's kind of where we're at. I uh, just wanted to put something out there. So, you know, we are in the age of content. And so having a little video where I talk about, hey, I think Chris Boucher is on such a great deal still. And Thaddeus Young, I like them paying him. And who the hell knows who they sign and who they trade for. That's kind of what this is. I hope you enjoyed uh, watching slash listening to it. It's been an, it's been a blast for me on the other end, just chilling out, talking to So uh, thanks for tuning in. More information and conversations coming as uh, the week goes on as free agency. I don't know if it can heat up more. So many signings came, but yeah, uh, it'll be here. Raptors Republic YouTube channel podcast feed and uh, raptorsrepublic.com. So stay tuned. Uh, like the video if you haven't. Helps the channel, I'm told. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Okay, I'll see you. Bye.